Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Joshua shares with us his website, phantomdetectives.org, linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Back in April of a couple of years ago, you had an investigation of the Betsy Ross House in Philadelphia. What happened there, Josh? We uh, went ahead. The Betsy Ross House is one of the most haunted locations in Philadelphia. The first flag was sown there in 1776. Of course, George Washington uh, stayed there to uh, get to pick up the flag from Betsy. And a lot of people reported hearing voices in Betsy's room, uh, crying in the basement area of the house, uh, footsteps. So we went ahead and I went ahead and actually brought in Mr. Rick Warner um, you know, from the MUFON world to make his debut investigation with us because he had skills as a certified UFO field investigator and experiencer with MUFON. So I thought he could bring his skills in from the MUFON world over to the film detective talent pool at the Betsy Ralph So we went ahead and reached out to Historic Philadelphia and booked a private paranormal investigation there. And we uh, set up various pieces of equipment and we only had a couple hours, so we wanted to maximize every square inch of it. So we took a lot of digital camera photos. 
we went ahead and uh, set up various REM pods and other various devices. And in the basement area of the Betsy Ross house, a lot of people reported hearing strange uh, sounds, you know, very uh, terrifying sounds. So Jeez. our team member, uh, you know, a former lead investigator, and of course Rick were down in the basement area of the Betsy Ross house, and we had a paralyte, which is kind of like a a, a paralantern. It's like it's a little, it has spikes that goes up and down, just like a K2 meter, uh, all the way from green to red. And that thing was going off like crazy. And then all of a sudden, um, Rick has a little REM pod scare, a scare bear. Just it's a little, it's a trigger object that we use on the investigations. And then, of course, um, you know, uh, Rick went ahead on this, basically started asking questions with a voice recorder. And we started picking up these very terrifying growls. I've never heard anything like it at all. They were absolutely uh, terrifying. And, of course, I was upstairs doing my own EVP session in the uh, Betsy's bedroom as well. And I started using a thermal camera. And a thermal imaging camera, of course, is it's, it's like a point-and-click thing. Uh, like many auto mechanics use them when repairing cars. And, of course, they're also used to locate missing people in the wilderness. So I went ahead pointed and clicked in Betsy's room and captured what I think is a full-body apparition of Betsy's spirit. And mind you, there's actually a big wall over this, uh, over Betsy's room with a glass plexiglass over it, so nobody can go in there. Would you say it was a friendly spirit, Josh, or something evil? I think in the basement area of the Betsy Rolf house, what, we're, what Rick and I were able to conclude, there has to be something evil there. I've never heard these, uh, you know, growls before in the basement area. And I went ahead and um, we posted those EVP. Um, if you go to phantomdetectives.org, uh, under our EVP section, there's a pair of, um, right down the Betsy Rolf's house section, you can hear those growls for yourself. And they were absolutely terrifying. I've never experienced anything like that on a paranormal investigation ever and then, of course, um, I got another EVP up in the, uh, I think in one of Betsy's old husband's room up in the upstairs area of the Betsy Ross house. And there we went ahead and um, set up another uh, EVP recorder. And I got this EVP that says, I've been here too. So that to me was kind of mentioned that might have been one of Betsy's husbands, John Ross, who uh, died uh, back, uh, you know, right around the time, 1773, a couple years, um, right around the Boston Tea Party, a couple years after that, but also before the forming of our country in 1776. So I believe that uh, his spirit is very prevalent there. And mind you, he's also buried next to Betsy on the property uh, when you go to this house. So this is a very historic house, and they do free tours every day. So for us to experience, um, you know, equipment going off, and of course we also had batteries being drained on our various EMF meters. I mean, that was... That happens a lot, doesn't it? It sure does. And we would have, um, we would constantly have to change out, like we on the mill meter, we would have like a 9-volt battery go bad, and then all of a sudden we would scan it uh, at the uh, Petty Ralph house trying to scan more EMF meters. It would just, another one would just die, and then all of a sudden it would just work again like an hour later and when the batteries were dead. So it's kind of a weird phenomenon that spirits, um, the law of energy states that energy can move from one form of another, but also, you know, cannot be modified nor created nor destroyed. So this energy, in order for these spirits to manifest themselves, they have to use electromagnetic fields to show themselves. So we actually captured a lot of stuff that night. And, of course, on, on one of my voice recorders, I also asked a question. I started 
reporting, hearing a vo- woman's voice like crying, like, you know, um, help me, help me, that kind of thing. So that was very, very, um, might have been Betsy's spirit in the basement area. So her spirit Jeez. is very prevalent at, at that house. And I think that she's still there, like, you know, checking up on things. Would you say or, that this was the scariest location you've looked at? Or is oh, there something there's actually, else? This is just one of many. Um, one of the scariest locations that we had done, um, you know, this right in Philadelphia, there's this guy's apartment um, that was in Philadelphia, of course. And we were there in August of 2021. Uh, this client's name was JC. Uh, he went ahead and actually, um, you know, reached out to me through our website. And of course, this case was just recently documented in Haunted Magazine. And this client, um, was very uh, given us a lot of things that he had uh, before the investigation. Of course, Rick did an interview with him uh, before this investigation, and he started, um, you know, talking to Rick about his experiences. He had strange markings on his legs. Um, there was a security camera supposedly set up in this guy's apartment where his bed sheets were being pulled off. Uh, there were voices heard, and numerous ghostly faces were captured on this guy's security camera, and also. Um, you know, there was also a lot of like potential, like you know, signs of a possible alien UFO uh, abduction uh, things going on. So this uh, was actually this paranormal investigation was actually uh, documented on Dark Hour Paranormal. Who's um, you know uh, Dark Hour Paranormal, of course, is a huge YouTube channel. And from the minute that we we booked that investigation in August of 2021, and the minute that we went there, us investigators started feeling very drained. Like something was just knocking the wind right out of us. And, of course, um, Melissa, our psychic medium, she is, of course, a protege of Cindy Keza from the show The Holzer Files. Of course, Cindy recommended Melissa to us. She's a clairaudient where she can hear the dead. She's a clairvoyant where she can see the dead. And, of course, she's a clairsendient. She can sense the dead. And she was actually picking up on the spirit of an older woman who was there with her daughter who was middle-aged. And of course, when we actually set up uh, asking questions on the dowsing rods, Rick would run the dowsing rods. And of course, they started crossing for yes. And we asked, is, there, is, is this a male spirit here? And we actually picked up on a 19-year-old that had taken his life on the property. And then, um, you know, like an hour later, we started just trying to, you know, run the AM and FM sweep on the ghost box, trying to see if we can pick up any kind of spirit voices um on this, uh, you know, device. Of course, using we used the PSP-7 on that investigation developed by world-renowned paranormal investigator Gary Galka, and we scanned the AMS stations, and we started um, what we call the potty mouth. So we started hearing these curse words on the AMS suite, and I've never don't repeat them, Josh. Don't repeat them. We won't repeat them on that. But they were potty mouth spirits. That's what we like to call them. So um, we went ahead and started picking that up. But then what's kind of weird was we were doing phantom time. We started asking questions on uh, our voices. And one of the uh, actual uh, EVPs that we captured, we had Melissa asked the question, is there an older woman here? Is this her home? And we got this strange EVP. I said, right here. So I have no reasonable explanation. So there was like a spirit there that, was trying to communicate with us, trying to whisper and let us know, hey, there's some of us here. So our conclusion from that investigation that there was at least three spirits haunting that property, and, you know, it was, um, you know, completely amazing. And so 
for us to basically get to feel like completely have the wind taken right out of us. And of course, I started feeling a lot of pressure on my chest. And then, of course, Rick went ahead and took a thermal picture. And you can see like a silhouette of an image, a partial body apparition right next to the area where the 19-year-old supposedly took his life. So that was a very terrifying experience. And that investigation still shakes me to this core to this day, George. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I, b- I believe it. There is a place called the Penhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. You were there back in 2018. This was a deplorable place, as you know, Joshua. They shackled children to beds. They lived in their own excrement. It, it was horrible. But what kind of activity did you pick up there? 
Oh, yes. The Betsy Ross House, of course, sorry, I meant the Betsy Ross, I mean, the Pethurst Asylum is a very, uh, this is actually a place that is one of the most terrifying places in Pennsylvania. It was opened in 1908 as a place for the mentally disabled. Uh, the first buildings that created there were the girls' dining room, the administration building, the Mayflower building, and of course, it closed in 1987. So many people over the years have reported hearing bangs, laughter of children, also um, footsteps. And my former team member and I, this is my original lead investigator and fan detectives, were there in August of 2018. And quite luckily, when we were there in 2018, two years before Phantom Detectives was formed, we actually had the opportunity. Uh, Grant Wilson was there from Ghost Hunters, so he went ahead and um, gave us a, le- a, less- a session because we actually just purchased the digital dowsing SLS camera. And, of course, the SLS camera is a really cool device. It uses uh, Xbox technology to scan. Um, you know, and what it does is it maps, if you hold it in one place against a solid wall, you'll actually pick up like spirits that are unseen to the naked eye. So using this SLS camera, uh, he showed us how to use it, and it was fantastic. So we actually started up, when we were there at the Mayfire building, Grant um, and I and, and, and our former team member were actually in uh, the Mayfire building on the second floor. We started hearing banging, and then we go up there, it would stop. And all of a sudden, we would have REM pods set up in the various uh, areas of the Mayflower building, and of course, when we would the REM pod, we would go up to the other floor. The REM pod would stop. So these, remind you, these are motion sensor devices. And then, of course, we would take temperature readings in the Mayflower building, and we noticed that the temperature dropped from usually right around the 70 degrees all the way down to 62, 61. So there was a lot of things going on. Um, and of course, we started hearing the laughter of children. And one of the uh, things that really shook me to the core. When we went down to the bottom of the Philadelphia building, which is like a, you know, there's actually a tunnel uh, place that is open to the public where you can do public paranormal investigations at um, Pennhurst. And in the Philadelphia building, my former team member and I were taking thermal camera pictures, just like it's a point and click device, very easy. And you can tell, like, if it's a living person, it'll come up as an orange or as, or a red on the thermal camera. And there we saw a rusted-out iron door with these, uh, you know, cold feet on them. And I have no reasonable explanation how they were there. So we went ahead and just point-clicked and zapped it and documented uh, that piece of evidence. And that was, of course, when I was on another team at that time. So for us to get those, uh, you know, strange uh, footprints on the rusted-out iron door is still uh, amazes me to this day, George. Have you ever been hurt in an investigation? Not, we have not been hurt yet on a investigation yet, but I'm going to say that there are times where we have to be very, very careful and bless ourselves. Um, a lot of times uh, we would do a investigation at the uh, another place called Boobies Brewery in May of 2021, and of course uh, Rick Warner, who basically run, was running the ghost box in the catacombs, and of course this brewery, mind you, it goes back to like the 1850s, 1860s, and there, Rick reported like having feel like he was having strange a lot of pressure on his chest. And of course, uh, we just did a case in November where um, you know Rick was getting that same kind of pressure uh, with, that, with that case. So it's got to be very careful. So usually we come in as you know very experienced and we know exactly what we're getting involved with. So what we do is we prepare ourselves to make sure 
every case we do, we always say St. Michael the Archangel's Prayer. We pour holy water on ourselves. We also make sure that we have, you know, a rosary around us. And, of course, we burn sage. So we make sure— You do it all. You do it all. We're going to take calls next hour with Joshua Chairs about the paranormal. There are four kinds of hauntings, residual, intelligent, poltergeist, and inhuman. Briefly tell us uh, about residual. Yes, so a residual haunting, of course, are like past events that are uh, kind of like a, like, a, like a tape recorder that plays itself over and over again. Think of Gettysburg and the battle where 50,000 people had lost their lives. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh. you know, that is like kind of like a place memory, something that was embedded in the environment. That would be classified as a residual haunting. Uh, an intelligent haunting is where, you know, anything that can, a spirit that can directly interact with the living, that includes making noises, setting off equipment, talking on a voice recorder, opening doors. So those are a kind of spirits that can directly interact with the living. And, of course, there are uh, demonic hauntings, which are, we like to, Sam Detective defines a demonic haunting as a negative entity that preys on the living. They, they can scratch people. They can, um, you know, affect them emotionally, physically. Is that them. the same as a poltergeist haunting? Poltergeist haunting is a little different because those, um, a great, case, great example of this case is there is a case up in Bothell, Washington, where this guy named Keith Linder uh, they wrote a book called The Bothell Hell House with his girlfriend, Tina. And, of course, there was levitating plants um, and stuff being thrown around their apartment there. So um, that's a great example of a poltergeist, a spirit that can throw objects around and, you know, uh, all over the place. So that's uh, what we call, they were, they were noisy ghosts. So that's, those are the four kinds of classifications of haunting. A poltergeist, which throws things around and moves things around. Also, the... A demonic hauntings which can prey on the living, you know, uh, affect them, you know, negative entities, intelligent hauntings, which are human spirits that directly interact with the living, and residual hauntings, which are past events. Scary things, but you keep doing it. You enjoy it. Absolutely. It's, it's a passion of mine to help people, and we always try to push ourselves to get better with every investigation, to learn and to grow. And, of course, we have the world-renowned psychic lawyer on our team, Mark Anthony, too, uh, who actually is going to be joining us in July for an investigation. And Mark's been with us for the past two and a half years. He works with us remotely from Florida. He's a good guy. Uh, he is an amazing guy and just such a very humble guy, too. But he helps us a lot behind the scenes. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. 
Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.